0: A reading from the first book of Kings. When Solomon was old, his wives had turned his heart to strange gods, and his heart was not entirely with the Lord his God, as the heart of his father, David, had been. By adoring Astarte, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Milcom, the idol of the Ammonites, Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not follow him unreservedly as his father, David, had done. Solomon then built a high place to Chemosh, the idol of Moab, and Molech, the idol of the Ammonites, on the the hill opposite Jerusalem. He did the same for all his foreign wives, who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. The Lord, therefore, became angry with Solomon, because his heart was turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. For though the Lord God had forbidden him this very act of following strange gods, Solomon had not obeyed him. So the Lord said to Solomon, this is what you want, and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I enjoined on you. I will deprive you of the kingdom and give it to your servant. I will not do this during your lifetime, however, for the sake of your father, David. It is your son whom I will deprive, nor will I take away the whole kingdom. I will leave your son, one tribe, for the sake of my servant David and of Jerusalem which I have chosen.
1: Minus Pobis cum.
2: I've come spirit
1: to its rule. Luxio Evangelis, secundum marcum.
2: Lord, help us to be.
1: Jesus went to the district of Tyre. He entered a house and wanted no one to know about it but he could not escape notice. Soon a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Then he said to her, For saying this, you may go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. Verbum Domini.
2: How
1: tragic what Solomon did nearing the end of his life. Here's a man whom God offered to ask whatever he wanted, and God would give it to him, and so he asked for wisdom, and wisdom was granted by God to the point that he became so wise and so exemplary that word about him got to different parts of the world even to the Queen of the South, Queen Sheba, where she came, as we heard, this week. She came and travelled from afar just to check this guy Solomon to see whether or not he's truly wise, as news got to her ear. And she found him amazing, and she was so impressed by his wisdom to the point that he praised God, he praised the way his wisdom is manifested, he praised the people that were under him, and so on. However, today, we hear how this wisest man in the world, Solomon, is just like any other fools who decided not to keep God's laws and commands from become so amazingly wise to become so amazingly foolish. Yes, his wives contributed to his foolishness and to this point where he, he also, uh, you know, it's not 100% the wife's fault because he used his free will to do what he did. Very tragic, very sad, very real. Not only did he not keep God's covenant, he went toward other gods. He went toward other gods and practiced those things that God said not to do as we heard um, right in the middle of the first reading, it said, he did the same for all his foreign wives who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. Not just letting the wives do these things, but he himself was worshipping these gods. He gave his heart to adore There's four names mentioned here. He gave his heart to adore Astarte, Milcom, Chemosh, and Molech. All these are gods. God said not to have other gods in one's heart, where Solomon opened up his heart to these other gods. In short, these are demons. These are evil spirits with specific names that oppose the true God. How tragic. From becoming the most amazing man to be so foolish to this point. But again, there goes I but the grace of God. There we go, but by the grace of God. Solomon failed and gave bad examples for the rest of us, from being amazingly wise to being amazingly foolish, not keeping God's laws and commands and covenants. Jesus, on the other hand, is the perfect, steady, constant example for the world not only good examples, but the best example, example par excellence, he far surpasses Solomon. His wisdom far surpasses the wisdom of Solomon. Our Lord kept the covenant of God. He kept the Father's law and command, even the Father's plan to die for all mankind on the cross. He kept it all the way through. Unlike Solomon, Jesus was not amazingly wise in the beginning and ended up amazingly foolish. In the beginning, our Lord was wise, and he continues till the end the same. He is the eternal and incarnate wisdom in the beginning, and he still is the eternal An incarnate wisdom himself truly far surpasses Solomon. You know, we always need God's grace. We cannot uh, take for granted we always need God's grace. We need it in the beginning. We need it in the middle. We need it toward the end. We need it at the end of our life. We always need God's grace because we have free will, just like Solomon, to be able uh, to be the opposite of who we are called to be. We can completely, fully rebel against God's will, even if we started good, or maybe we started bad, and then we have conversion, and then we're doing good, and then we can, we can mess up at the end, just like Solomon. There goes I, but the grace of God." Now, what led Solomon to that state, as I mentioned uh, before, it said, his wives turned away his heart from the Lord. And then there's this one line right in the beginning. Uh, <clears throat> we may have missed it, but right in the beginning, second line, what the problem is of Solomon His heart was not entirely with the Lord his God. His heart was not entirely with the Lord his God. You know, our hearts are delicate. Our hearts are delicate. Our hearts are made for God. Like St. Augustine said, our hearts are restless until they rest in God the need to guard our hearts, the need to check our hearts where we tend to lean toward God versus toward other things. We may not have many wives like Solomon who turned his heart away from the Lord, but there are other means that may lead our hearts away from God instead of closer to God. Basically, idolatry toward anything but God. Making persons, places, or things become our idols. Again, just that one line. The one line, part of the first sentence, right in the middle. Solomon's heart was not entirely with the Lord his God. And the devil is smart. He knows we're not going to become Satanists. One night, we're not going to join the occult tomorrow. He's too smart. We're not going to fall for that trap. But what he does is he, 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 he entices us to open the door little by little to the point of opening our heart really big to his corruptive ways. And then he attack us in a mighty way. Again, idolatry toward anything but God, making persons, places, or things become our idols. Like the Catechism teaches, idolatry refers not only to false pagan worship, it remains a constant temptation to faith. Idolatry consists in divinizing what is not God. Man commits idolatry whenever he honors and reveres a creature in place of God, whether this be gods or demons, for example, Satanism. But there's such thing as power. I want power. And this desire can even exist in Catholic communities, religious communities or anything you know that seems to be not the case of a attack we may be desiring this power i want to be on the top so i can rule over my subjects so i can rule over these people this power this pleasure race ancestors the state money etc you know, these, again, That going back to that line, maybe that's a line to kind of ponder. Today in our holy hours, our meditations, private prayers, Solomon's heart was not entirely with the Lord. Is my heart entirely with the Lord? I try to, but I have to admit it's not completely 100% there. I have to constantly work at it, going to confession regularly, praying for God's grace regularly. And this is something that we always have to do. Lord, have mercy on us all. How we have too many idols in our world too many idols in our nation, too many idols in our little hearts. Lord, deliver us from these things that turn our hearts away from you. Set us free so that our hearts may truly rest in you, O God, and my, our hearts may be entirely devoted to you, O God. Amen.